Hello and welcome to Where Are A Now, the broadcasted podcast where questions are asked to RAs past. Coming to you from Kimmel Center overlooking Washington Square Park in New York City, I'm your host, Tom Ellett, and I serve as the Senior Associate Vice President for Student Affairs at NYU. Today we'll be talking to Jackie Kim, who served as an RA from 2013 to 2015 and seeing where her journey of life has taken her since her days at NYU. Welcome, Jackie. Hi, everyone. Thank you for having me, Mr. Tom Ellett. Oh, thank you, Jackie. No, it's so formal, so formal. <laughs> How are you and where are you? I am very well. I am still living in New York City, which is always a successful thing to say. It and is. I am currently the Associate Fashion Directors at Barney's New York the best specialty retail store in the world. Absolutely, my wife says the same exact thing, (laughs) truly. Tell me what you've been doing since you graduated. Did you go right to Barney's? I did, I interned at Barney's um, my last semester, or my last year, I should say. So I interned at Barney's while I was an RA, which is really interesting because I had started the fashion business residence floor at Rubin. I don't know if it's still there, but I'd started that. So it was really fun to kind of integrate my internship with what I was doing in terms of programming for the floor. Outstanding. Is it usual that they hire interns to go on full-time? I think so. It's definitely a um, something that happens often, not all the time, just because positions open up once in a while, but we really love to pull from our intern pool and I think getting to know our policies and processes, it's always a a learning curve. So if you have it and you understand it, then of course you're a much more appealing candidate when we're hiring full-time. Tell me what your role entails. What do you do on a day-to-day basis? So essentially I look for opportunities or I create new opportunities for women to shop. So whether that's finding the newest brand out of Tbilisi, Georgia, or merchandising new collaborations with cool brands in order to have the best product assortment, or styling a you know magazine, or doing something on Instagram TV. So those are all different ways that I give back to Barney's, or that's what I do for Barney's, and I create opportunities for people to shop. Curious, is there more influence in the New York market from the international areas, or is it really still the United States? What's what's the influence into New York? Is it come more globally, or is it through New York and the rest of the United States? Um, I think definitely global influence, for sure. It's always important to see what everyone else is doing as well, and our, our teams and also our clients are very international and they travel and living in such a digital world, you can get information so quickly. So really there are no boundaries to where your influence comes from. It sounds like you've had a good time with it. Yeah. Good. Let's jump back to your time in Washington Square. Uh, What did you study? I was in Gallatin for fashion business. Were you involved in extracurricular activities? No, being an RA was literally, being an RA and interning and having a part-time job was the 
basically made up the 24-hour days. So what made you apply to be an RA while you were going for this fashion industry? I had a great, I lived in Founders my freshman year, and I had a great RA, and I had moved from California to New York, and my RA, Nick, shout out Nick, he created such a great community on my floor that I was really, I felt really compelled to mimic that again and again, and I think it's so important as an RA to create opportunities for people to have that kind of community, and I saw that it wasn't the same everywhere that I went. Like, you know, a sophomore year I studied abroad and I lived in Carlisle, but I didn't have that same community that I had my freshman year. So I really wanted that again. And so I knew I could either try to find the right floor to live on or I could create it myself. And I wanted to do it and I felt compelled to, you know, apply and it ended up working out. How was the experience in Ruben Hall for you? Oh, Ruben's the best. It is truly a magical building. It's so charming just because of the history and the heritage of the actual physical space and the location. And I think back on my time at Ruben and it feels so charmed. It's very filled with new NYU students, you know, freshmen that are just coming in that have dreams and aspirations and that are still, I don't want to say hardened by New York life because that sounds bad but you know they come from all over the world and this is New York is really where they want to be and so it's great to live and you know build amongst that because everyone is super optimistic and they want to participate and they're eager to be there and so that energy it just translates throughout the building and I loved loved like every minute of it. What did you do in the preparation to welcome the students as we look at RA training around the block and new students coming in, uh, advice you give to uh, new RAs who are going to be starting with first-year students in a couple of weeks? I think it's always great to at least have some understanding of where your residents are coming from, if you can, and to have a very open mindset that a lot of these you know, 17, 18-year-olds that are moving in don't come from the same experience as you. So you have to really approach it with that wider thought process. Maybe, you know, some people have had a lot of life and some people haven't. And so when you're walking into a situation where you're having 40 new people rely on you, you really have to take on this mature role And additional to that, something tangible, I would say, is really plan ahead. I think the first six weeks, from my my memory, is the the key marker. So even planning, you know, further than that. So you're really just executing at that point once the students come in because you're going to start focusing more on building one-on-one relationships and um, having special moments with each room and all of that. So as much as you can pre-plan in terms of your events or outings or meetings, it's definitely what I recommend. Now, you worked on a pretty good-sized staff. How did you approach the team aspect of being an RA? I just jumped in. I was so excited that I was having, I had a community again in New York that I really tried to spend as much one-on-one time with each member of the team. Of course, there's people you naturally gravitate towards, but it's always nice to at least have some sort of some sort of special relationship um, to each person on your team, whether that's 
you know, when you're doing rounds with them, you kind of make the effort to open up. But it definitely takes an effort, and it's not something that's going to come naturally, but to make that effort early on and to build those relationships early on, it will definitely help any RA, you know, throughout the year when the situations are more stressful or there's more, you know, high-intensity moments. And the foundation that you build within the first few weeks, it will definitely help alleviate any additional strain that you may have. So in the work that you do now, what are the skills and the competencies that you gained from the work in the RA position that you take with you today? I think about this all the time, but it's such a small thing that I learned. But it's, I mean, I guess it's not small, but it's conflict management. So, you know, we learned so much about how to do roommate resolutions and how to approach hostile situations. You know, where do you sit when you're dealing with a conflict? How do you, you know, you know, what's your body language like? What words are you using? How do you, how are you arranging your statements? All of those things I actually do think about all the time, whether that's in business settings or in personal relationships or even, you know, amongst your family. All of those things have really allowed me to communicate more effectively, to live in a more compatible nature amongst everyone and to work in that same way. So that's definitely a huge takeaway that I have from my RA experience. But I think additional to that, what I learned is that you really have to set the tone as a leader. So people will match you, but they will only match you as as far as you where you're at. So, you know, as you progress in your career and as you move wherever you're, you are, I really do believe that if you can compel a group to believe in what you're doing, then you can make it happen, but you have to be there first. Great advice. You, you talked a little bit earlier about the New York City aspect. How did New York City play a role in your development uh, as an undergraduate at NYU? New York was the best education in that it allowed me to experience so many things so quickly and also taught me that there's opportunity everywhere you go as long as you're looking for it. You know, nothing is going to happen. Nothing will change in your life if nothing changes. You know, if you're always going to the same places or you're always seeing the same people and you want something to change, that is not the way that it will change. And New York definitely taught me that because, you know, it was it's just like it was a proven fact to me like day one you tell someone about your dreams so when I first came to NYU I really wanted to intern with Annie Leibovitz and day one I told my roommate who I or not my my floor mate who I didn't even know I was like I really want to work for this woman that's the only woman I want to work for she has no website she has no phone number I don't know how to get in contact with her and he's like oh who is it and I was like oh Annie Leibovitz he's like oh my brother works for her I can get you an internship And that's such a New York thing. It's like only in New York would something like that magical happen to you. And it's happened time and time again. I just, I can't even reiterate the amount of times where you're just turning a corner and you walk in somewhere and all of a sudden this amazing thing happens to you. But in order for those things to happen, you have to put yourself out there, whether you take a new route or you approach someone that you wouldn't normally talk to. You know, New York is tried and true like if you put yourself out there it will give back to you 
It always amazes me that in the upper class buildings, how difficult community seems to be developed. And mm. you, you speak to that in, in a lot of ways about this, sharing your dreams, talking to other people. Are there things that you can think about now that you're reflecting uh, for the upper class RAs? I think the freshman year, it's a different kind of community, right? Uh, an mm. ability to talk. But what about those upper class RAs? I guess it's a little bit different because it's, I would assume it's less hand-holding. I can't really speak to it because I didn't live that out. Then in those situations, when you're dealing with residents that are more independent, I think you can only provide so much that they need, and I would assume that each group would have to be catered to differently. So, you know, with freshmen, you can kind of guesstimate where the issues will be or what the trajectory of their first-year resident life will be like. but when your floor is made up of various years, I think you can foundationally only be like available to those that need it. And then from there, program or build or find something that connects a large group of your floor and program around that and build around that. And you really have to like engage. I think it's so easy to be discouraged and to, you know, not, I don't want to say take it personally, but you know, if you put in effort and not a lot of people show up, you just take it like a champ and you do it again and you know maybe you market it differently and you edit you change you try to cater to a different drive but I don't think it's good to be discouraged because I think people just naturally as they get older and you know live in New York they just become more independent. Do you stay in contact with uh, former RAs or uh, students in the floors? I do. So Megan Lockman and Patrick McCaffrey, who were both Ruben Arias with me. Mm-hmm. And then Lynn. I mean, I think social media is great because you can still like keep in contact with a lot of people. But Lynn Yeager, um, Ricky McQueen, Katie Hood, I follow on Instagram. So I do. I have like tabs of people, but I'm definitely I do speak to a lot of them. That's great to hear. Uh, This section is going to be fast takes, some questions and some quick responses. Your favorite tradition at NYU? I think graduation at Yankee Stadium is like amazing. Yeah, it's a great day. You went abroad. Where did you go? Paris. Good experience? Loved it. Very different than what I was experiencing in New York. Small, small relationships and small community. Best dining hall? Kimmel. Cranberry. And these... What was that? Dried cranberries. Dried cranberries. They don't have that anymore. Oh, really? Oh, no. Really? I will tell them when I go back. I'm on You better. I used to, I like petitioned for dried cranberries a few times. Well, they're gone now. Um, (laughs) Celebrity sightings while you were a student? Uh, Alec Baldwin, of course. I lived in Rubin. And probably my first week I saw Jake Gyllenhaal walking near Founders. Now, finally, tell me what's the most memorable moment that you had during your RA experience. Probably the first time I did a, um, like a party bust, you know, when you like have to bust a party, I guess, I don't really know. Knock on the door yeah. and say, what's going on here? And like all, like all of your training gets put to use, you know? What made it so memorable? It was way easier than I thought it would be. I had scaled it so high in my head that when it was actually happening. It was so much, you know, there was like no conflict. There was no, you know, angry residents or anything like that. I mean, at some point, I think there were, you know, once in a while, but the first one that I was very nervous about, 
it was so like it was so good look at that hopefully they got easier as they went along too <laughs> yeah I, it, it, they definitely did but i remember the first one i was super anxious about so i was thankful that it went over easy and they gave myself a high five so tell me last question tell me what your long-term trajectory is in the fashion business world well i think retail is changing so much and you know there's in our industry there are jobs that are created every day that didn't exist last year and so i would i love working in fashion i love working in luxury and i would you know i see myself continuing in this area maybe a little bit in same within retail of course but i think there it's changing so much so it looks different differently so there's like an influx of media and content comes into play and all of these various things so um i think my long-term goals they don't really they haven't really manifested yet into something that someone else has already done but i'll definitely be here in in 40 50 years in the same industry i believe it too i've always appreciated your honesty and your drive two uh, incredible characteristics to have as a person so thank you for sharing that thank with you, us truly you. and i enjoyed you coming to many of the programs i offered uh, i loved it i loved like coming to hang out with you and your wife and all your high energy and hearing the stories about when you were an ra too well i appreciate that very much jackie thank you so much for spending some time with us tonight to talk about your journey and the impact that you're having in the fashion world You've gone a long way since your days at NYU. It's only been a few years. I can't wait to see where we find you in the future. So thank you for being on the show and have a wonderful night. Thank you, see you later. As always, thank you to our listeners who can better learn about what happens to former RAs at NYU and they're making their dreams reality. You can also keep tabs on current RA happenings and their favorite books by following me on Twitter at T-E-L-L-E-T-T. -E -L -L -E Special thanks to my engineer for this episode, Duncan Lemieux, and to the current professional staff and the alum professional staff at NYU who assisted these great RAs in skill acquisition along their journey. As you've heard from Jackie, stay passionate, stay driven, and thank you all to the RAs for doing great work. Have a great night.